Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally through the lens of an occupational therapist, talking how to live more functionally, more independently, more occupational through different methods, different ideas, and the like. This season is almost done. We're winding down with just a couple of weeks left, and then we'll take our summer hiatus, and God willing, and Mr. Shumbly Nedder come back for season five. We have different things to talk about, but here we're still talking in season four, for the love of this, for the love of that. I want to talk about an idea that I talked about at length in one of uh, my lecture series, one of my podcasts, where I talk about a topic per session with practical lessons, an hour or so, but honing in and bringing it down here on OT Talk, the idea of disconnecting to reconnecting. I actually love this idea for the love of disconnecting to reconnect. What does that mean? So Common Sense Media is a wonderful organization, a wonderful website that basically goes through books, it goes through TVs, goes through movies, and it rates everything for parents. It tells them if there's content that's not good for kids. It tells them if there's violence that's not good for kids. It tells them if there's cursing or whatnot that's good, not good for kids in terms of movies, books, and TV. But they have a whole idea of how to be more wholesome for the kid, how to be more wholesome for children, and how Levi, how much more so it would be wonderful if all shows wouldn't even need these kinds of websites, that they would be good. I've, I've found many, many amazing shows, for example, Doctor Who, that doesn't need the crazy content, doesn't need the cursing, it doesn't need the really bad stuff in it to be a really good show. There's no reason why 90% of movies has to be rated R or worse. There's no reason why why 60% of movies has to be PG-13. I'm making up these numbers on the spot. You can have a really good PG movie, take out the bad content, take out the cursing, take out the violence. There's no reason why to have that. It's so unnecessary. I know they say that some aspects of something sells, but I don't agree with that. I don't think that's true. Hallmark tries to do a good job with their shows and their movies. My wife and I are huge fans, especially of The Good Witch Show and The One Calls the Heart Show. And a lot of their movies are fantastic. The Signed, Sealed, Delivered was actually the best series that we've almost ever seen. It had everything you need, and it was a really good, clean show. It had mystery, it had intrigue, it had suspense. But they did it in a good way. And Common Sense tries to help you know, parents navigate the system to find those good shows, to find those good ideas and, and good, I, good elements. And one of their ideas that I really connect with, and this is not their original idea, this has been around a long time, is disconnecting to reconnecting. It's basically the idea that we want to put away our, our phones, we want to put away our devices, we want to put away our tablets. And you know, Judaism had this thousands of years before common sense or anyone else in the scientific literature or the secular culture thought of it. How do we know that? Because Sabbath and Yom Tov, the holidays, we go for 25 hours without any devices, without any electricity, without anything. And we've known this in the Judaic realm from God himself, from Hashem teaching us, that's the best way to connect. You talk to people, you look in their eyes, and you, you just spend quality time with them. You don't need garbage of the phone, garbage of the tablet, garbage of, of, of the unnecessary distractions. You take it away and you put it away. So we have 25 hours every week where we have to disconnect to reconnect, and that is the best time of the entire week. My kids love the Sabbath. I love the Sabbath. We talked about for the love of Sabbath on a different episode. When those candles are lit by my wife and the whole house has this metaphorical, metaphysical aura where I I almost picture in my mind this blue light permeating the home, making it calm, serene, and wonderful, 
that's when everything has to be connected. We don't use any devices, any machines. We have things on timers. You know, my air conditioners in the summer months are on timers, and the and the chillin' pot cooking something way early Friday through the day is on. And and on the days we have a hot plate, we don't do any active work, and we disconnect, and we totally can connect. So we we give the kids full attention. We should give it all the time, every day, but especially on the Sabbath. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. If nothing else, that that people can be inspired from Judaism. At least the idea of Sabbath is amazing. A real Sabbath, not many people try to do a, a quote unquote Sabbath, but the real Sabbath that we do is literally an amazing experience where you know the whole world is is like. We, we put on our blinders and we just focus on the holiness of the day. We eat, we pray, we sing. My wife and I read next to each other. I've talked many times how that's my favorite part of the entire week. And that's disconnecting to reconnecting. And during the week, at least during dinner time, Common Sense and other people, even Sesame Street joins part with them to talk about how it's really important to put away the cell phone, to put away the tablet, to put away the devices. Cell phone free dinner. Reconnect every day to make sure to, to, to get it out of your system. It's almost like the phone, the tablet, the media, social media is like a drug. It really is like a drug. There is such a thing as phone addiction. There's many, many addictions out there, and phone addiction can lead to many other types of addictions. So if we put away the phone, we put away the device, we can reconnect to our kids. It's so sad to see a family sitting at a table and the girl has her pink phone, the boy has his blue phone, just a stereotype for a second. Obviously, there could be any color. And the dad has his phone and the mom has her phone and the dog has his own uh, device with his uh, toys. But nobody's talking, nobody's interacting. I found a whole study how sad it was that different parents brought a kid to like a... Uh, IHOP or uh, a version of that restaurant and the, uh, and there was an observer, a silent observer seeing how often the parent and the child interacted and so sad the kid was bouncing off the wall the dad and the mom or whoever the caregiver was was literally on the phone the whole time. What kind of an experience does that set for the children? What does the child learn from that interaction that the phone is more important than me? To my parent, the phone is more important to me. And that's a terrible lesson to teach our children. And other things we can learn is that when we pick up our kids, don't have the phone out. You haven't seen your kid for five hours, four hours, for seven hours or eight hours. The first thing they see when you greet them is that you're on the phone. The phone is more important than them. That's crazy. Simple. Put away the phone when you meet your kid, when you pick up your kid. When your kid walks through the door, put away the phone. And when you're talking to your kid, try not to have the phone on you. There, there are many elements of how you could check your phone. You know, you want to know what's going on. Okay, in the morning before you go to your kids and before you interact with them, check your phone. In the, in the middle of the day when they're at school and when you have a break at work, check your phone. At nighttime, once they're sleeping, check your phone. It doesn't have to be that you're on a phone the whole time, that you're not connecting with them. The phone is, is, a, is a ridiculous, dumb, materialistic thing. It's not a necessity. You could have a flip phone like we had years ago without any internet capability. You could easily still touch base with who you need to touch base with. You could still phone call and text people. You know, Nobody died because they didn't have a smartphone 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. And there are many people nowadays that are very against smartphones. I mean, I like it for a variety of reasons, but in an ideal world... I love those flip phones. I miss those flip phones. So disconnect to reconnect, especially at dinner. Put away those devices. Put a little bin. You can make it into a game for little kids. Whoever puts it in the bin first and leaves it in the bin the whole time gets a sticker. 
Let them put away their devices and make sure to have a time limit on devices, especially for teenagers, even though they like to act out and they like to rebel. Thank God our kids are not teens yet. When they get to that stage, oh boy, we'll see. But uh, they want to have their independence, but you can't let them be on their phones till the wee hours of the night. I know a, a coworker of mine um, has an idea that, you know, give, give your phone in to me by a certain time, by 10 o'clock or whatever, depending on how old the kid is. And that's a good idea because you can't have it all day with the TikTok and the Instagram and the Pinterest and the Facebook. I don't even like those apps to begin with. I'm not such a fan of them to begin with. I, I think it led to a lot of selfishness in our generation. The, the selfie was invented just because of that whole concept. Led to a lot of egocentrism. Everything's about me, 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 me. But that's a whole other topic. But if we, I don't even have an Instagram. I have a Facebook. Don't really use it much. Don't have a Pinterest. Don't have a Twitter. Nothing like that. And on purpose, you know, I could easily make a a whole platform for Mr. T and for my other alter ego, Reb T. But I actually don't want to. I like using my voice, but I don't like using social media so much. Because it's all coming down to what are we going to use our time with? What are we going to use our minutes with? How are we going to have our interactions? Nowadays, people don't even know how to talk to one another, how to interact with one another. You go on the train, you go in a restaurant. If you are eating alone for some reason and you don't have your phone out, you look like the weird one. You're on your phone, you're on the train, you're on the subway, and you don't have your phone out and you're just looking around, enjoying the passing scenery or just, you know, people watching for a second. You're, you're the weird one. How weird is that? In the olden days, nobody had a phone, and everybody would actually interact, talk to each other. Nobody knows how to do that, because the phone, the internet, is really a double-edged sword. It's a wonderful thing, but it's also a crazy thing. If we take away the phone, we learn how to interact, we learn how to talk to people, we learn how to deal with people. You know, you come to the counter of a Starbucks or a Dunkin', and they're on their phone, they're not even, like, talking to you. Ah, what would you like for your order? You can picture the scene where they're looking at their phone, and you're talking to them, and you say, ma'am, ma'am. Hold on, i got to answer this message. That's not a normal interaction. That's why when I call people and when I call things, we've talked about this also in terms of manners and whatnot, I try to say, hi, how are you? And if they tell me, uh, I, I also ask them a question that throws them off. I say, what's your name? Because a lot of times these people are treated like they're not human beings, unfortunately. They're treated without feelings i don't care if they're a customer service person i don't care if they're if they're a person that's just on the phone line i want to talk to them i want to say hi how are you and you know it's a it's a very interesting thing we once heard a story we should never know from such things but someone who who lost an early pregnancy and that's a whole nother topic not going to get into right now but they they were they were going through their loss going through their grief stages and they actually randomly called someone from zappos the shoe the shoe store and randomly she started talking about how she has to return these shoes because she thought she was going to be expecting and it didn't work out and she got the most sympathetic ear from the zappos lady and that was fascinating to to people who heard this story because you would think so many other people but this random stranger who doesn't know her had a listening ear and she said how are you today and they said actually i'm not so good and she said what's your name dear and she said my name is let's say samantha and she said what's your name and let's say her name was cheryl and samantha and cheryl were talking and they actually had a beautiful connection and the lady that said the story was actually so moved by the zappos lady and she calls this her zappos lady story because that's a real connection that's a real interaction and it starts with the dinner table it starts with when you pick up your kids you drop off your kids put away the phone you don't need it it's it's such an unnecessary distraction if you're on the train and you're you're moving about just enjoy the 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 idea of of being able to take a train if for hundreds of thousands of years we didn't have such a thing 
You know, put away the phone at dinner. Put away the phone when you pick up your kid, you drop off your kid. Check your phone not when you're around your kids. Definitely not when you're around your spouse. I, it's a very big pet peeve of mine. You know, daytime is daytime. Don't, it's like sacrosanct almost. It's like sacred. Don't interrupt it. Like at night with your spouse, sit down, watch stuff together. Don't let anyone interrupt you. Don't let anyone bother you, especially once the kids are sleeping. Those are prime time hours to reconnect to the spouse. And if you're sitting at the table, talk to one another, talk to your spouse. I actually love on Friday nights in in the summer months when the kids are sleeping. It's just me and my wife. It's like a built-in date every week. It's so nice, you know? So it's important to reconnect to those around you, especially your spouse and kids. And the whole Sabbath is a wonderful thing. And holidays for us also, it's built in to have these recharging. It detoxes your system from the crazy pull that technology has on us. We shouldn't let technology control us. We should control technology. We should set limits on technology. And it all starts with disconnecting to reconnecting. Join us next time as we talk more ideas here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.